The following interview originally aired on the Monday Point. You can listen to The Point each weekday at 9 a.m. in Central Oregon on KPLV Radio, 88.9 FM, and from anywhere at kplv.org, The Point. The following interview originally aired on the Monday Point. You can listen to The Point each weekday at 9 a.m. in Central Oregon on KPLV Radio, 88.9 FM, and from anywhere at kplv.org, The Point. Hi, Carrie. It's good to be with you today. Well, hi, Carolyn. It's a pleasure to be with you, and it's a sunny day today. Oh, yes, a beautiful winter day after yesterday, which was pretty rotten, huh? (laughs) Yeah, although by the time this airs, who knows what the weather's going to do for us. Absolutely, absolutely. Carrie Raymond, you are a naturopathic doctor, and you have your own practice, and we've talked a lot about that, but today we are going to talk about a class that is coming up in February that you teach regularly, and it's called Balance Hormones for Men and Women. Yes, one of my favorite things to talk about is endocrinology, which is the study of hormones. And there are so many hormones that go into the human body for both males and females. And it seems like we're never happy with where they're at. And so my job is to help balance people so that they can feel good. Yes. Yeah, so you say people are never happy with where they're at, but it, are there times when they feel like something should be fixed and it doesn't need to be? Well, I think, you know, for the most part, I think there's a lot of people who think, and especially over COVID now that we're going on almost two years now, that we've got the COVID-15 or COVID-20 or even 25, you know, pounds of extra weight that we're carrying around and before COVID you know there was a lot of people who would ask you know is it because of thyroid thyroid is a big one because thyroid's got everything to do with metabolism and so someone who has what people would call a fast metabolism like my husband, for example, who just has to think about it and burns through calories like <laughs> there's no tomorrow and he's as skinny as a rake and he has trouble putting on weight. And so for him, his metabolism's fast. For others, it can be slow. And sometimes there's good reason for that. And that could be due to our thyroid hormones which part of their job is balancing our metabolism. So you can have high thyroid or low thyroid or hyperthyroid, which is too much, or hypothyroid, which is too little. And the place that this all starts is actually not in our thyroid gland. So we think of thyroid hormones coming from our thyroid gland, which it does, But it's all controlled from further up in our brain, actually. So it all starts in the hypothalamus and then the pituitary gland, which is responsible and in charge of a lot of hormones, one of which is the thyroid hormones. And so the pituitary gland we think of as a master gland and it releases TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, 
And it does exactly what it, what it says. It actually stimulates the thyroid to release thyroid hormone. And so if your TSH is high, and so from a naturopathic standpoint, we often think of TSH being high over 2.0. So if you're looking at your labs and thinking, oh, do I have high or low TSH? Then anything over two, we would consider a little high and we'd want to investigate that more. So it tells the thyroid. And so if it's high, it's telling the thyroid, hey, go harder. You need to make more. And the thyroid will try. And there are times when the thyroid cannot for various reasons. Perhaps there's nodules, perhaps there's autoimmune conditions which are affecting the function of the thyroid. Perhaps there's a problem with the conversion to the active form. And so your thyroid gland itself, and I'm a very visual person, so I'm trying to describe this as best I can for for audio only on the radio, but imagine your thyroid, which is actually on the front of your neck, kind of where your Adam's apple is. And so often when you go in for a physical exam, your provider might palpate your thyroid just to check to see if there's any swelling or if it's boggy or what's going on with it or if there's any nodules. And so that thyroid gland makes T4. And it's called T4 because of the number of molecules of iodine, actually. And so that T4 then has to convert to T3 out in your body. And it does it primarily out in your tissues of your body. And what you're doing is cleaving off one of those iodine molecules so that you can now have T3. And so when we measure that in labs, we're measuring T4 or free T4 is what I prefer to to test because we're actually looking for what's free and available in your body to use. So free T4 then converts to T3 and we measure it as free T3. And that is the converted or the actual active hormone for thyroid. And so as you can imagine, there's a lot of steps along the way from your hypothalamus to your pituitary to your thyroid and then in the conversion. And so that's why having a full gamut of those tests, the TSH, free T4, free T3, helps us look at the complete picture of your thyroid to see where things are happening. And so if you had low free T3, which is the active form of thyroid, then you might have a low thyroid metabolism and your propensity might be to gain weight easily, be slow, have dry skin. Some of the other symptoms could be eyebrow thinning particularly on the outsides of the eyebrows tend to thin out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So often you can tell just by looking at someone, you know, what's going on with them, but a lot because thyroid gets a lot of press, you know, is it your thyroid? People want to know, is it my thyroid? And one of 
want it to be their thyroid so they can have an answer to their issues so that we can then go ahead and fix it. And so, yeah, getting a good full picture of what your thyroid's doing is important, particularly for metabolism. And there are other hormones that are involved in metabolism. Cortisol is one. So this is a hormone that comes from a different gland that also makes a lot of different hormones, and that's the adrenal gland. And the adrenal gland sits on top of the kidneys. It's like a little hat. I think of it like a little hat that sits on top of the kidneys. And there's different layers within that adrenal gland that have different functions. And so two of the hormones that are manufactured in there are cortisol, which is a lot like adrenaline, the way we think of it. So we need cortisol, we want cortisol, but we don't want too much cortisol. And sometimes if we're Mm -hmm overexcited or overstressed, which who isn't these days, then we can have high cortisol at times when we don't need it. And so typically a cortisol response would look like having high cortisol in the morning so that you can get out of bed, get going with your day. And then as the day goes on, your cortisol drops and then you end up with low cortisol at bedtime so that you can go to sleep because you do not need to fight the tiger. So we think of that as sympathetic. Some people have heard about sympathetic versus parasympathetic. So sympathetic is what we think of nervous system is what we think of when we think of fight or flight. So we're actually trying to fight the tiger or run from the tiger or whatever it is we need to do when we're stressed. And all we have to do is think about something like the bills that need to get paid or what's on the to-do list for tomorrow. And all of a sudden that cortisol starts shooting up. And so that can have a, a lot of issues with sleep which then has lots of issues with <laughs> lots of things. So yes. that's, uh, that's one hormone that comes from the adrenal gland. Another one that w- I talk a lot about in the class is it's an adrenal hormone, but it ties in with our sex hormones. So, so far we've covered thyroid and adrenals, And then we can actually start moving into sex hormones. And so DHEA is a hormone that is a precursor to lots of other hormones. And so, but it's also involved with our adrenals. So it's a good way to assess how well our adrenals are doing. And it's super important for all of us, men, women, no matter what your age, to have good, healthy adrenals. But particularly as we age, those adrenals are going to take over the job of some other organs and hormones as we get older. And so we need to make sure that the adrenals are functioning well so that they can do that job as we get older. And there's lots of things that we need as as we age. We want our hormones to be at good levels. 
it's very typical and normal. I, I hate actually using that word normal because what <laughs> is normal, you know? But it, it is, we can't really reverse the clock. So it, it's typical for our hormones to actually decline as we age, but we don't want them to drop off the map. So we, we want them to stay in healthy levels. And DHEA is important for so many things, particularly things that we want to think about as we age, like bone density, for example. So it's one of the things we don't necessarily think of right away, but it, it is part of one of the hormones that's very important in maintaining a bone density. Yeah, at about the time a person starts breaking bones, they're definitely aware of bone density. <laughs> exactly. And so then another hormone, so while we're all talking about balancing hormones, we don't often think of as a hormone that comes into the whole gamut of, of bone density is vitamin D. It was named vitamin D before it was fully understood its job. So cholecalciferol is vitamin D and it's actually a hormone and it actually works in your kidneys and is very tied in with your calcium, as you can imagine, working with your bone density. And so it's, it's very important to have good levels and have things balanced. And so I keep saying with the hormones that we want to keep things balanced. You know, it's not about having high or low, but being in balance because there can be problems with high and there can be problems with low. And so having it be balanced for you and your particular needs is super important. Absolutely. Yes. Well, and it's amazing how complex our body is, <laughs> how many things have to work together just right to keep us going strong through all of it. And so there, there must be ways then that you let people know in the class how they can help to keep their system in balance, whether it's through supplements or medications that, that are prescription or, or even activity can have a big effect on the balances in our system. Oh, certainly, for sure, Carolyn. So yeah, in the class, we talk about a lot of different things. I, you know, in a class like this, we can't do individual treatments. Mm -hmm. You know, some people say, oh, I come and I have this and I have that and tell me what to do. <laughs> While I am a physician, I am not everyone in the class is physician. And so I encourage you to talk to your physician about these things. And what I hope to do is give you the tools to do that. What are the good yes. questions to ask? And as a naturopathic physician, our goal is to get to the root cause. And so if you don't know what the causes of your issues, then how can you go about fixing it? And so the goal of the class is to help you determine that. So to help you determine where, what areas might be the problem areas for you, how to go about testing those, and then what to do about it once you've determined what the issue is. So we utilize questionnaires 
So I give everyone a couple of questionnaires so that you can just get a little bit of an idea of where those areas are at. Are they problem areas? Could you be high in something? Could you be low in something? So it gives us a little bit of a better idea of where to start looking because some of these testing labs can be expensive and there's lots of different testing. So that's the next thing we get into is what are the tests that are available? What tests should I ask for? What's the difference between blood tests versus saliva tests versus urine tests? So that you can understand that and, and what they all mean and what would work best for you and your provider. And then we can go about then determining, okay, what are good reference ranges? So once you have that information, what does it all mean? Like I said, for TSH, you know, we like to have that TSH at two or below. And so what are the reference ranges for all of these different tests? And how do I know where I'm at? Yeah, that, that's really important information because then then it does give you a, a meter to look at about what you should be having. For sure. And some of these things change over time. For example, there's lots of time frames. So for example, for women and for men, as we age, our hormones decline, that's a given. But there's also different time frames like day of the week. So if a woman is cycling, someone who has a uterus and is cycling, then those hormones will be different at different times in the cycle. So you need to plan when to do the testing, depending on where you're at in your cycle. For example, different times of the day, we talked about cortisol being different at different times of the day. And then also other hormones like testosterone, which we didn't really get into the sex hormones, but that's a big part of the class that we'll be talking about that everybody wants to know about, and sure. particularly testosterone for men and for women. You know, the best time to check it is in the morning when we expect it to be the highest, the same with DHEA, the same with cortisol. So there's different times that we want to check different things depending on the time of day, the day of the month, and have different results based on that because we have different reference ranges for different age people, different gender people, and depending on, again, those times of day or times of the month, for example. Fasting, yeah, fasting and non-fasting too, so that, yeah, there's can make big, big differences between oh, the two. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. Well, in the minute that we have left, Carrie, I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit more about how they could get a hold of you, how they could sign up for the class. Yeah. So the Balancing Hormones class is through COCC. So you can go to COCC.edu to sign up. There's also the phone number that you can call that's on the website too. The class itself is on Wednesday, February 16th at 5.30 to 7 p.m. 
for this go around for winter class, I'll be doing the class again in the spring along with a hormone reset detox class. But for this go around, we're going to be doing the class virtually. So just know it doesn't matter where you are. You can do it from the comfort of your living room or your bed or wherever you are. And so that's all about the balancing hormones class. My practice is called Wellness Bend, and you can find me at wellness-bend.com. And my practice is virtual only these days. And so you can find me there or you can call me at 541-504-6684. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It's always such good information to share. And I'm certain that there are people that are anxious to find out a little bit more about how all these systems work. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, Carolyn. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcasts at kpov.org.